Hey guys, what's up? This is episode five of the Hidden Hours podcast. I have another very special guest who's going to share his story today. His name is Giorgio. He's an up-and-coming rapper from the Melbourne area. We recently met and I'm truly inspired by him, by what he does. He, put in, he puts in them Hidden Hours and just hearing his story uh, inspired me. So I hope you guys will feel inspired as well. How's it going, man? What's going on, bro? Nice to see you again. <laughs> How you feeling? How you feeling? What what have you been up to during this lockdown? Oh, literally just making hella music, man. Just grinding every night. Um, not much else we can do during lockdown and isolation. So just literally making beats, writing verses, bro. Twenty four seven, trying to get to the studio when I can. Just trying to stack up those uh those songs, bro. Yeah, bro. And what what got you into rapping? Like, what what about that art form, man? Like, why why choose rapping as an expression? Yeah, cool. So I consider myself to be. I guess a very emotional person. So me putting, uh, I guess my thoughts and all that sort of stuff into music really helped me deal with my own thoughts and how to process how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like to display myself and express myself through music and rap's just always been around me, man. Always used to uh, obviously watch videos when I was younger and I used to, I really love the American scene and that's obviously eventually where I want to be. I've just always been around the art form, man. and always been around music and uh, I'm totally in love with it, bro. Sick, bro. And did anyone or uh, did anything inspire you growing up to, to become an artist? Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I went to my first Wu-Tang concert when yeah. I was, I think, 10. They came out here Shit. and I was watching these guys and they were like literally 40 years old and I was still rocking it. And my cousin took me and from then on, I, I thought, damn, I just really wanted to be on stage and make things happen. And from there, I started writing my own music. Um, and eventually it just grew into a, from a hobby and a passion into something that I figured I could actually take somewhere and started growing a fan base. Um, but yeah, I guess going to that first ever Wu-Tang concert was my first experience with rap, which was awesome. That's sick, bro. And what, what does that writing process look like? Like, uh, how, how do you get in the zone? I, uh, it's hard to get into the zone some days. Um, some days, you know, you, you go to think of things and you just can't. I try to deal with, uh, I guess, real life experiences and turn them into songs and facts. Um, But my writing process, if I want to smash out a writing session, what I usually do is I drive down to somewhere cool that I like or somewhere vibey and I'll just sit there, play some beats through the car speaker and literally just take a notepad, man, and write whatever I'm feeling and I'll turn those into songs. So that's essentially my writing process. I've seen seen on your Instagram story, uh, you're in front of Mercedes. Was that... Was that you trying to get some inspiration? I need that. Uh, definitely need some inspiration someday. Um, yeah. And looking at things that are sort of unattainable at the at this point in time really helps me sort of visualize and uh, and sort of get into the zone to attain those things eventually. So that sort of stuff motivates me for sure. Yeah, bro. And I think it's sick how um, everyone I've interviewed has talked about visualization. Is there? Is there a, uh, I know you've spoken about you getting stuff off your chest, but uh, is, is that really the main purpose behind your music? Is that, um, it's just for you to um, get stuff off your chest or are you trying to inspire kids as well and things like that? Definitely a mixture of both, bro. So it started, I guess, out as me trying to express myself. But from then, um, I've received thousands of messages saying how much that my music's helped someone or touched someone, especially yeah. when I was a lot younger starting out and from there it sort of made me realize look i can be a voice for the young white kid that's trying to you know if they're too scared to do something they're too scared to put music out too scared to chase a hobby or a craft 
Um, I really want to be that voice that's able to help and motivate, um, you know, just anything's possible, you know. It's, it's, it's not that hard if you put your head to it and you, and you really focus and zone in and you put in those hidden hours like we always talk about. Um, that sort of stuff definitely inspires me. Yeah, and just talking about how you said, like, being that young white kid, obviously um, rap culture is predominantly black and um, it's interesting to see how rap culture is influencing our, like Melbourne, because in America yeah. it's a bit different, but in Melbourne it, I actually I can see that it's actually more diverse because uh, we're nat- we're just very multicultural place. Uh, has has that helped you, bro? Like in terms of the the like the trap culture, like the trap yeah. rap culture coming down here, like um, yeah, has that helped you? Yeah, dude, hundred um, percent. So I guess when I was a bit younger and started making music, um, the the scene was literally nothing at the moment. I mean, you had you hit likes of Hilltop Hoods, you had Bliss and So. Um, and that was pretty much predominantly it that was anyone making moves. Um, mm-hmm. From there, I guess, Melbourne's now turned, obviously, like you said, it's a very multicultural place. So you've got a lot of nationalities and you've got a lot of inspiration around. And that's just pulled out so many different demographics in Melbourne. And not only Melbourne, just Australia as a whole, um, a whole mix of different people's um, situations and life experiences. And you've got heaps of different people putting that into music and it's crazy. Um, the trap scene down here is definitely growing. Um, it's probably not where everyone wants it to be just yet, but it's definitely yeah. starting to notice. I mean, you look at someone like Kwame, for example, and he's already got some stuff on A1 Hip Hop, which is absolutely crazy. Um, there's so many big artists coming out of Oz at the moment, even Kid Leroy, he's absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. And that sort of stuff is dope to see. It just obviously helps our platform heaps. And, and talking about these big names, um, that all these rising stars that are coming out of Melbourne, um, I know when we were speaking, you told me that you've opened up for some shows um, early on in in like your in your journey, man. What was it like? What was that experience like? Crazy. The first time I ever jumped on stage, I was 15 years old. Um, yeah. Opening up for it was on a um, it was on a thing. It was a, with a tour with a guy called Dex. Um, all day was there. It was just a crazy vibe. Being 15 years old, I mean, I had 15 minutes, which was obviously. <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing experience to be able to do that. Um, I remember, I think I pulled like 75 to 100 people to that show and the promoters yeah. were so happy because they just didn't think I'd be able to do that at all. And it was crazy. It was a crazy vibe. I still get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, from there, that really motivated me to keep going. And, you know, playing support acts for me is, that's, I, I love it. I mean, yeah. my uh, second show after that was, I had a night at Laundry where we opened up um, and we just played into a crowd of predominantly um, black people that, you know, really wouldn't have known my music before. Yeah. But I think after performing them, I sort of gained <laughs> a bit of free bread and it was yeah. crazy. Um, just having people who had never heard of me fuck with my music. So it was unreal. Yeah. Really cool experience. And what's, what's it like getting on stage for you? Like, is that something you love, bro? Hey, it's, the best feeling? Feeling in, it's the best feeling. I wish I could capture that feeling and have it every day of my life. Feel so energized um, and you feel like everyone's there for you it's an unreal feeling um i'll never forget the first time i jumped on stage i was 15 i i had all these butterflies in my stomach and one of the other dudes that was performing came up to me and he gave me a shot and i was like what the hell is this and i had a shot of vodka and <laughs> three shots in the end and i just went on stage and absolutely killed it it killed any butterflies that i had it made me feel yeah. so much more comfortable. um yeah. and you know from then on now it's it's just crazy. I can't wait to get back on stage. You would have got addicted to it, like for, as soon yeah. as you got a hit of it, man. Oh, definitely, <laughs> man. Definitely addictive. It's, 
that's my form of drug playing shows that for me that just motivates me energizes me that's 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 all i need yeah bro and and uh, like hearing people talk about what they love just um inspires me even more and sure. the reason i want to have you guys on this platform is just to show people you still uh you're still on the grind like what's it like balancing having to have a day job and then yeah. having to work at night and you're hitting hours? what's that like man it's crazy, man. Definitely been putting in hidden hours for control every single night um, yeah. for the last four or five years. Um, so I guess five years ago, I started taking music really seriously. Um, and I started growing my page and all that sort of stuff, which was great. But, you know, just to drop music on Instagram isn't enough. You need to mm-hmm. be putting out good quality content on Spotify. You need to be getting in touch with promoters. You need to be getting in touch yeah. with booking agencies, trying to get management trying to book shows, all of that sort of stuff takes a lot of time and hidden hours. Yeah. Um, I mean, my day job's nine to five thirty, but it's obviously much more than that. I mean, I'm in the office at eight in the morning. I'm out of the office at six thirty, seven o'clock at night. I come home, I eat. And then from literally eight till 3am every night, I'm making music, if not more. And that's just my cycle. Um, you know, it, it's a crazy cycle, but it <laughs> is what it is. I want to do it. That's what I got to do. Yeah. Um, Cause you obviously need a day job to be able to fund music. Because yeah. there's obviously a lot of costs involved with trying to get your music out and trying to get plays and trying to get promoted. It it's uh, it definitely takes a lot of time and there is heaps of stuff that goes into it that people don't even realise. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I think one thing in, that is important about what you're saying is um, still keeping that day job because I know a lot of kids like people have sold them the dream that they can just quit it and then like you know try to figure their way out. But there's nothing wrong with having that day job because. I mean, the more money you have, the more money you're going to have to put into your, your passion and stuff, bro. For sure, for sure. And um, if on that note, is if there was one thing that you could tell any kid or an aspiring artist that you wish you knew, like when you started this journey, um, is there something you'd want to tell them? For sure. Look, I guess having a team around you is so important. Um, yeah. I've got my team around me. And without my team, any of the stuff that I do would not be possible. It's mm-hmm. really hard to do it by yourself. When you're first getting started, make good connections in the industry. Go watch shows. Go to people's shows that you've never even heard of that are in the scene that you're trying to bust into. Reach out on Instagram, DM people. You know, Without doing that sort of stuff, you're not giving yourself the exposure and the limelight. Um, just from me going to shows, messaging people, getting to know people in the industry, that's paved way for me for so many opportunities. Um, I mean, that's how I got my first gig playing a show. So you've really got to always be on your toes to reach out to people and having a strong team behind you is, I mean, you don't want to do this stuff alone because once you get to where you want to be, it's not fun being alone. Having a team mm-hmm. that you've come up with is the most important thing and, and it's so rewarding. And you yeah. know, we're starting to see that slowly. Um, obviously, there's a hell of a long way to go, but having a team around me makes it all, all the much more enjoyable. Yeah. And talking about have a team, having a team, bro, I know a lot of people, especially me, who are doing their thing. At first, was it hard for you to actually rely on a team? Because at first, you kind of want to do everything yourself. Was it? What was that transition like, having to rely on people? Well, it was crazy. I mean, you're giving your trust in people doing things for you. You're giving all of your trust. And if things don't, if they don't do their things on your, their end, no matter how good your music is, it's not going to get heard and it's not going to get plays. Yeah. Um, so essentially, for me, finding the right people for my team was really important. I mean, I've cut off a heap of friends. I've yeah. lost a heap of friends. I've gained a heap yeah. of friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. My circle's small, you know that. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, having the team that's with me now, I, I trust everyone in my team. Um, you know, I even look at someone like my, my mate Justin. He, um, 
he, he looks at booking my shows. He looks at getting management. He looks at getting deals. He's always DMing artists. He's always reaching out to people for me. And for me, that stuff's so important because it gives me more time to focus on my craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me to project music because, you know, it's really hard by yourself to balance all of that with a day job. There's just not enough hours yeah. in the day. I only yeah. get, you know, five hours sleep a night, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, like for people listening, it's fine to trust a team. It's actually better to have a team. You're, you're going to grow way quicker with a team. And I know it's a That's tough process for me as well just to, like, trust other people. But um, sure. once you get past that hump, uh, I think it's um, you're definitely – um, enjoy it and yeah you'll grow quicker is there is there anyone is there anyone that um maybe like growing up or even now is there any one person or hero that inspires you um and you take yeah. a lot of uh guidance from yeah bro 100 percent uh if we're looking at people in the industry i mean i, I could name 100 but the, the yeah. person that probably reaches out to me the most um i don't know it's probably so typical to say but eminem i mean you look at yeah. someone that's come from a white background that's busted out into a scene that was predominantly full of, you know, black people and in a scene that was so difficult to bust into at that time. And he proved for the young white kid like me that anything was possible. And Mm -hmm. if you consistently make good music and you make music that's real for you and real to your audience, people will listen to it no matter what color you are, no matter who you are. Yeah. Um, For me, that was one of the most important things. Um, And from there, you know, I look up to a heap of people in industry. I look up to a heap of my friends that I've got. but I mean, I draw a lot of inspiration from Gary Vaynerchuk as well. I mean, yeah. if you watch, obviously watch his videos as well. Yeah. Um, and his videos just, you know, it's all about the hustle. And the day you stop hustling is the day you're not going to make it. You need to put in those hours. You need to put in your hidden hours every single day. If it's something that you want to chase and it's something that you um, aspire to do and aspire to be. So I'd say my main two forms of uh, people that I gain that sort of stuff from would definitely be Gary Vaynerchuk at the moment at Eminem. Um, they're just people who inspire me the most. Yeah, definitely, man. Gary V is my dude as well. And um, I just want to quickly touch up talking about Gary V, man. Like, I think I think one of the most important skills in life uh, is like sales and marketing, bro. And could you mm-hmm. could you like quickly touch on like for these young kids? Because obviously they think it's just the creative half that's what's going to get them there. But could you talk a little bit about the importance of the other two? Hundred percent. Um, so having people in your team that, you know, can obviously deal with the whole marketing aspect of things as well as, um, you know, putting yourself out there, for example, Instagram for me is my main social form of uh, contact that I've got with my audience and engagement. Um, and having good quality content that I consistently put out on a weekly basis, you know, there's ads that you need to run. There's, there's. I mean, you run ads that link to your profile. Yeah. Um, you know, you run ads that link to your music. You've got to have ads for everything and you've got mm-hmm. to have backend all set up. You've got to have a lot of things set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just as easy as putting out music. If, yeah. if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, just to have the music part of things down pat is all good. But if you don't have the other 50% done, well, you're not going to reach exposure and you're not going to get those deals that are waiting for you because there yeah. is opportunity out there, but the right people are going to see it with right marketing. And yeah. the right content you're putting out so yeah. essentially that that's one of the most important things for sure bro um this one's going to be a tough one but sure. if if you had a new if you uh for all the new fans and like if you had a new fan and you had to pick one track i know it's going to be hard but one track that represents you the most uh, what yeah, would you yeah. get them to listen to and i'll probably say and i've got a heap of stuff coming out um, yeah 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 probably, 
It'll probably be one of my songs that's coming up okay. called Brothers. Um, I previewed it on my Instagram uh, last week. That song to me is so important because it's pretty much just literally lays out the team that I've built around me, the team that's come up with me. Um, and that song for a new fan to hear is great because it shows that I'm still down to earth, obviously. Yeah. Um, it shows I'm just normal, just like you guys. Um, and that song for me really encapsulates how I feel about my team and how I feel about my friends around me. Because like I said, you don't want to do this stuff by yourself. It's lonely at night at three o'clock in the morning. when you're <laughs> yeah. It's definitely more fun to do with one of your brothers or one of your best friends sitting next to you and, and recording and getting content. Or you're sitting in the studio at two o'clock in the morning and you know it's just one crazy vibe when you're doing it with people that you love around you. Yeah, bro. Um, sure. Damn, bro. Um, I appreciate you like uh, spreading all this value, spreading all this love for everyone that's watching, man. Cause uh, I know you're like at the level where you're just about to break out and like everything's kind of like starting to like really snowball. Um, yeah. So with that being said, what what's what's ahead for you, bro? Like, what what are you and your team? What's coming out? What albums or what, are you planning to do live shows after the lockdown, bro? What's up? Hundred percent. I've got a couple of live support acts lined up, which I've got to keep on the hush at the moment, but they will happen yeah. once this lockdown shit is over. Yeah, which I cannot wait for. Um, I've got about three support acts waiting to come up and there's some really well-known artists, which is going to be absolutely crazy. Um, other than that, I've got an album that I'm working on behind the scenes, which is going to come out soon as well. I've got two tracks dropping this month. I've got Tell Me My Name dropping on April 16th. I've got Brothers dropping on April 9th. Um, and I've got Big coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that song for me is probably going to be one of my biggest. Um, it's a real catchy song, man. And it's yeah. just... It's so vibey and it's just me to a T. I, yeah. I love that song. The process that went into making that song was absolutely crazy. And it was one of my first studio sessions where I really vibed and I had, you know, all, all my best friends in the room with me and it was just crazy. It brought the best out in me. I wouldn't have been able to record that without the people around me. So essentially just more music, more shows, keep going to obviously keep hustling, keep putting in those hidden hours and trying to bust out. Yeah, and something I'm taking from you right now, I hope everyone can hear as well, is uh, if you listen to him talk about his, uh, when he talks about what he, what he, his love, his passion, you can see how intricate the details are. He loves all the small details. Um, he's got high attention to detail. So when you're doing something you love, it's just going to drive you to be that much better. Um, and to finish off this podcast, bro, like, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you, um, all your links. I'll, I'll add all the links as well, but where can they find you? Where, they, where can they reach out to you if they want to work with you? What's up? Sure. So if you guys are interested, my Instagram is Georgia Antonio. That's Antonio spelled with a V just because we Barbie like that. If you want to hit me on the email, it's, uh, it's, an, it's uh, Antonio. It's Antonio music at gmail.com. If you want to hit me on the Facebook, it was Georgia. Farmers. Hit me up. I'd be uh, obviously honored to work with anyone that wants to work. Dope, bro. Dope. And um, yeah, thank you for coming on today. And this is episode five of the Hidden Hours podcast. There's more coming. Um, everybody just make sure you always remember you have the power to change your situation no matter what situation you're in um, you have you have the power within you so keep grinding keep hustling and uh, reach out to either Georgia or me if you have if you want to work with us or if you uh, just you know just want to share share ideas so yeah take care guys